0: Good morning, everyone. One of the beautiful commandments in this week's Torah portion, amongst the 74 commandments in this week's Torah portion, more commandments than any other Torah portion, is the commandment of returning lost objects. Unlike what you were taught in nursery school, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, the Torah commands us that if you find a lost object, you must return it to its rightful owner. And there's an entire tractate in the Talmud with over 100 pages called Baba Metziah, which discusses all the details of returning lost objects. But the source is this week's Torah portion, where the verse says, if you find a lost object, you should return it to your neighbor. And the Torah then says, there are three, four categories of lost objects. The first one, the Torah says, is if you find his ox, or if you find his sheep, or if you find his donkey, or if you find his lost garment. Now the Talmud goes into a whole discussion why these four specific categories, that we learned that you have to return even the shearings of the sheep, not just the sheep. And we learned that even if you just could identify the saddle of the donkey, you return the donkey with it, and on and on and on. However, the Hasidic masters explain that the deeper meaning of returning lost objects is not just a physical object, but sometimes a person is lost and you have to return them to themselves. And the four categories that the Torah mentions represents four personalities. There are some people who are like a bull, like an ox. They're full of aggression and anger and hatred, and you have to return them to find inner peace and to let go of their aggression and anger. Then there are people who are like sheep. They suffer from passivity and meekness and no sense of confidence and therefore you have to help them in that regard. And then there are people who are like the donkey, they're just very stubborn, they're obstinate, they're unmoving, uninspiring, and therefore you have to be able to change them as well and help them find their true self. And the idea of a garment, Hasidic masters say, is that just like a garment could conceal who you really are, clothing don't just make the man, they fake the man, so too, our rabbis tell us that Spiritually, a person could be living a double life. A person could be a hypocrite. On the outside, they could present themselves as one thing, but on the inside, they are something completely different. And therefore, helping such a person is the fourth category of returning a lost object. And so too, the commentaries talk about many different forms of returning a person to a former relationship, making peace between a husband and wife, or returning a child to a parent after there's been alienation from the parent. And therefore, there are many levels that are much higher than just returning a literal physical object. But perhaps the thing that we can give each other and return to each other more than anything else is our dignity. When a person loses their dignity, when a person loses their honor, then they've really lost everything, their reputation. And therefore, whatever we can do to return a lost object to someone, or to make sure that they don't lose it in the first place. That is the ultimate gift that you can give to a person. And in this light, I saw a remarkable thing. I went into a store, a bakery, a Jewish bakery, and there was a sign there, which was so beautiful. The sign said as follows. If you are hungry, order a sandwich, whatever you would like for a meal come to the cash register and you don't, if you don't have money, just say, please put it on my neighbor's account. And you could just walk out without paying, just say put it on your neighbor's account. That's the first half of the sign. The second half of the sign says, and if you are able to help another needy person, when you get to the cash register, let the cashier know how much you would like to pay off your neighbor's account. And basically what the store has is a running ledger. All those who need food can come and eat for free. And they put the money on the neighbor's account. And then if you're a generous neighbor, you can pay down some of the collective neighbor's balance. And this is an example of a community of people helping one another in an anonymous way so that every person could have what they need, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually, and be able to be provided with not just physical sustenance and food, but more importantly, to preserve their honor and their human dignity. Have a wonderful day.